Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm excited to be joining me as ever for a look ahead to this week's games in Norway are Greg Browning and David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Very well. How's things, David? Well, yeah. I was good. at uh, Lerkendal last night for yep, Rosenborg House Games. I was going to ask, what a game to go to? 3 3 it finished? Yeah, 3 3. The referee gave an absolutely stinking penalty decision to Haugesund. Um, and then it was shown on the big screen just after, which did not go down well with the, the locals. Um, but yeah, they, they, they were, Rosenborg were shocking in the first half, went in deservedly behind 3 1. Um, but played really well in the second half. Something a bit more positive going into what is a big game for them at the weekend at Wallerringa. Bit, bit of a derby. Yeah, you said, I think last week you said you'd been quite impressed with Rosenberg previously. How were they in the flesh? Yeah, really shocking in the first half, really disappointing. Uh, defensively, really slow, which is a worry against teams at the bottom who have a little bit of pace on the counter. Um, they've got good players in attack, but yeah, uh, I wasn't massively impressed with them. In the flesh, they were a bit, yeah, a, a, a little bit lacking creativity and a bit slow at the back, so a bad mixture. I was very impressed, David. Very, very impressed by Rosenborg yesterday, getting the four <laughs> first half corners and three second half corners. <laughs> well, the third one came very late. I think it was the eighty-eighth minute. Um, the third one came, so yeah, uh, I was, I was cheering for you inside when it came. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, we had a good weekend on the podcast last weekend. I've had a really good weekend. It could have been spectacular, but for a few late goals as well. Well, I think not wanting to big David and up too much. I, I think it was a. Fantastic weekend, but you're right. We were a couple of late goals short from an absolute full house. Um, I think I had five winning bets in the podcast: Christensen corners, Rosenborg corners, Drums Godset bet builder, and I had that lovely Viking Bode Glimpt and Rosenborg double chance treble that paid thirteen to ten. We also had a little half a point on all those three to win, mm-hmm. and Viking lost a goal in the ninety third minute to do that, and Rosenborg also lost a goal in the closing, I think, the last seconds of the game as well. Mm-hmm. But no, it's a fantastic weekend. And I think we also talked about the English Premiership total goals bonanza. Yeah. Um, and it certainly was. There was 39 goals scored. We needed to get 34. There was only 12 goals scored at halftime. But there was a, a a siege of goals in the second half. So, yeah, cracking podcast. I know David had lots of winners too last weekend. Yeah, I had a glint to win, glint to score two goals. Um, you and Alan to win Viking to hit six plus corners and also had the 12 to 1 treble start me and Alan star back which came in so yeah pretty successful weekend on the pod I think yeah it's pretty good going hopefully we can reach those levels again although it's a much much trickier card this weekend Greg isn't it yeah it's really tricky this card and also we've not had much time to digest the weekend the midweek fixtures mm-hmm. so as everyone will know there was a midweek card this week um, Elite Azarian on Wednesday and we had Oberstligen yesterday. So, yeah, we've had a quick look, obviously, just to see. Um, I'll be sharing most of my bets on the channel over the next kind of 24 hours. I do have a couple of bets from, from the podcast. But, yeah, it's a very, very tricky card this weekend. Um, nothing much jumping out in, unlike last week. Yeah, and David, things are shaping up really nicely in early to see now. Um, Absolutely fascinating start to the season so far. Probably not what we expected. Lillestrom, top of the table. Um, we've got... With a gleam, I think they, they sit in sixth, Rosenborg in seventh, so it's not really the top of the table we were expecting at this stage of the season. 
Yeah, it's not. Uh, Lila Stream have been fantastic. To be fair to them, they've been nicking games, scored quite a lot of goals from set pieces. I think they've scored five or six goals from corners and three kicks. Um, the defenders have been contributing a lot um, in the goal front. But yeah, they've won seven out of nine games, drawn two, yet to be defeated. And um, top of the league, deservedly so. Viking will be disappointed. They've drawn a couple of sort of winnable games. I think um, Hamcam got a point, uh, got, took a couple of points off them, and I think that will be something that Viking need to sharpen up. Gleamed as well, two goals up against Durham Godset on Wednesday night. Threw that away, uh, two to each. Um, Molde uh, are the ones who um, benefited. They went to Sarpsborg in 1-2-1. So good result for Molde um, last night. And I think the bookies have got Molde's, Molde just uh, sneaking the favourite um, tag at the moment. Uh, Heather Glimt and then Lee Strim and Viking just behind them. So at the moment it looks, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's nicely set up. And um, this is the last game before they have a wee summer break of a few weeks. So interesting to see where we stand after 10 games. And um Looking forward to them coming back in uh, in June, uh, yeah. sort of middle of June, to, to get going for the, for the second half of the season. Yeah, and match of the weekend before we finish up is Molde v Bodo Glimt, which we'll come on to. Uh, a couple of games on Saturday, David. You mentioned Viking, who have drawn their last two there away to Strums Godset, and they really need, they need to take something from this game, don't they, to kind of, I suppose, reinforce the, the championship challenge here. Yeah, yeah, they do. They've, they've um, not looked quite as good since uh, Tripic went out injured. Uh, he's missed, I think, two or three games now, and he's not back until after after the break. And just lacking a little bit of threat without him. Uh, Sturm's Godset uh, away, really tough game. They played each other recently. Um, Viking, because they're in Europe, they moved a fixture forward. They played a midweek game in Stavanger, and they're doing 0-0 quite recently. But Sturm's Godset, they're on a good run, five without defeat. Um, but against Rosenborg, Viking, Wallering and Bode Glint, so four tough games and they've not lost any of them. Um, so they're playing really well. That's a really good game down in uh, down in Drammen on uh, Saturday and should be should be worth watching. Yeah, no tips from me from this one. You're not tempted in by that Viking price at 11-10 after the two draws then? No, not at all. Not the way Strumsgodse are playing. Strumsgodse look... Um, look good they're scoring goals uh, Johan Hova who a couple of years ago looked like he was going to be a huge sort of breakout star uh, has had a bit of a quiet season last year but he scored five goals already this year from midfield and um, yeah I think Strum's got it could definitely could definitely get something out of that game they were the, they were much better at home last year than they were away and uh, they seem to do well there against the big teams yeah and Saturday's other game is Hamcam v Odd Hamcam the draw specialist has now drawn six and eight Curiously, Odd haven't drawn any <laughs> this weekend, so uh, how do you see that one going? Yeah, Odd have been really strange. <laughs> <laughs> don't see it, don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they they, they, they're creating a lot of chances and just lacking lacking a goal threat. They, they lost at home to Sandefjord 1-0 on Wednesday. Um, they beat Yav before that 1-0, but before that they've lost 4-0 against Haugesund, 3-0 against Molde. Um, tough, tough to call this game. I think, uh, yeah, I think it could be a draw again. Um, Cam are quite strong defensively, but um, yeah, I just think it's it's, it's a bit of a picking game. That okay. Uh, on to Sunday, we've got most of our games on Sunday. I'm curious to see the live game is following a v Rosenborg later on Sunday evening, despite the fact we've got Molde v Klimt earlier in the day. 
Uh, it's a big rivalry in Vollering. Uh, it's a big Oslo club. Rosenborg's a big Trondheim club. Um, sort of traditional rivalry from historic, historically being the two sort of most successful uh, clubs in Norway. So yeah, uh, that's a big game. And uh, the ladies are playing on Saturday as well in the top top series, uh, the ladies uh, top league. So it's a Vollering a Rosenborg weekend. Brilliant. <laughs> and who's who's we going to show? No, they don't oh, the women's game. Who's favourite in the, the women's game? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Some homework for you during this international break. Uh, we'll have a look at this Mulder v Bodo Glink game. It's third fee six, David, and that's not what we were expecting. Uh, what, eight, nine games into the season? It's not at all. Um, the last three years, these two have been the top two teams. Mulder won it in 2019. Bodo uh, Glimt have won the last two titles so yeah I think we expected these to be top two again and um, I'm getting to draw and Gleamt haven't been great recently but I'm just that two to one price um, just uh, we've not seen them at that price uh, the league ever since we started doing this um, last year they went to Molde and what was a huge game for the title race I don't know if you remember and they won two now uh, which pretty much guaranteed them to go and win the title um, about five or six games to go before the end of the season. Um, so they've got history of going here and doing well. Older um, having a few injury issues, but um, battling through with some good performances, good wins. But yeah, that glimpse price at two to one is just it's difficult to ignore. Um, I think I might stick it on a wee, a wee uh, sort of away team's glory, Hollywood's uh, <laughs> anchor at some point this weekend. It's a really tough game to call this one. Um, I, I think for me, I'll probably stay clear of it. It's one of those ones where I don't think any result would surprise you. But I, I totally get David's point of view on 2-1 to one, uh, being a, a big price. And it is definitely the biggest price we've seen Bora Glimpse since we started doing this three, what, three seasons ago. But I just think even in the, the goals market, it's only 4-7 to seven over 2.5. Mm-hmm. The bookies aren't really taking much chances here. Um, there might be an in-play on, on corners. And I guess on that point, the midweek fixtures threw up lots of surprising results. I think, yeah. as David said, Bora Glimp uh, drawing two all at home some squad set. Viking drew at home at Hamcam. Uh, start with 4-11 to in Drew Baralfos. Mion uh, Dallin were well-backed and lost 2-1 at home to Ranheim. And Rosenborg were 1-2 at home last night. Um, as well, so lots of shocks midweek. So I think for me, probably going to stick towards the corner markets, which should be doing really well for us. Yeah, I'm really glad we didn't do a yeah. midweek podcast. I was uh, guest writing for Mister Fix It on uh, the midweek games, and I did produce a five to one double with Song Dallin San Nezulf and a two to one on Brand to score three or more goals. So uh, there was a couple of nice wee like wee options that yeah, um, I think. Certainly did well we find those. I think there's a lot of short places that you know people might have doubled up and trebled up. It's quite funny as well, I say funny, it's not funny because you don't want to see anyone losing any money, but a, a lot of people <laughs> would have turned to Norway this week. Um in, in the absence of some of the other, other leagues. And you're going to go with the obvious ones like mm-hmm. at home, Viking at home. So I think it would have been a fantastic week for the bookies unless you were following Davis tips or back in my corner bits. Yeah. Uh, OK, so that Moda Glint game obviously could be very significant in the long run in terms of the title race uh, and the latest year. But David, that 2-1 is not on a way at you. 
Yeah, I, I, pro- I mean, I wouldn't back it as a big single, but I think I'll put it as a... Uh, I've been quite happy to stick on sort of three outside away bet, away uh, choices and away ACA, and it's been successful. was successful last week with Start Me and Dal and Stavak. Um, was successful with Song Dal and Sadden Azulf on Thursday. So, yeah, uh, I'll stick it on and uh, I think we'll get on to Lila Strom being part of that in a bit. Yeah, I'm just going to come to that right now. So, Lila Strom, an even bigger price than Glint. They are 11-5, top of the table to win away at Tromso. Lila Strom, you, you know better than I do in terms of how, uh, in fact... When was the last time Lillstrom won the league? Do you know that? 1997. Oh. That's a guess, by the way. A guess. <laughs> Nin- uh, 1989 was the last time. 1989, right, OK. And uh, last, last season's fourth place finish was their highest since 2001. So, uh, yeah, they'll be getting getting excited. I would imagine that Lillstrom will be top of the league. And they just look a big price at 11 to 5, albeit so can be a difficult place to go, David. Yeah. Yeah, bizarre price. I, I thought um, when I saw it, I, I don't really understand it. Um, they were unbeaten. Nine games, seven wins. Um, coming in off the back of um, a really good win over Volaringa and what is a big derby down down in the north, sort of north of Oslo. Um, Tromsø, Tromsø uh, the game was cancelled on Wednesday night. They were meant to be playing Christian Sund, which uh, Christian Sund had a lot of illness in the squad, so the game was cancelled. So Tromsø have had a, a bit of rest, um, which will be probably pretty helpful. But uh, Lillestrøm have looked excellent, really, really strong at the back. Um, hardly, con- well, they've conceded nine goals, but just looking dominant. Um, Looking dominant, and uh, sorry, they've not conceded nine goals. I'm looking at the. Do you know what? I'm. I've, I've been doing my research for the third division, and I'm looking at Lillestrøm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've conceded. Uh, they've conceded five goals yeah. in the, the nine games so far. Yeah, just looking really strong. I thought nine sounded like a lot. Um, just uh, winning a lot of headers from attacking corners as well. They scored, as I said, I think it was five goals from corners and one from a free kick and direct free kick and. Um, yeah, uh, just tough team to beat. They've um, they've drawn two, one, two away from home. Um, Tromsø have, I think, just they've flattered to deceive a little bit. They they've looked good in attack, but just not been taking their chances. But also they've had some. Well, they had a huge defeat at home to Sarpsborg five two, which uh, set them back a bit. But they've settled down since then. With uh, they beat Volering at home one 0 drew at home to Viking. So it's not an easy game for Lillestrøm. But the way they're playing, full of confidence, um, a huge threat on the set pieces. I just, I just the price is just incredible, and uh, I'm I'm happy to take that on as a single and also as part of a sort of double with Glint. Uh, another option is if you're a little bit worried about a, a draw potentially, which Trumps are a decent team, so they could definitely get a draw. Lillestrøm double chance and to hit three or more corners, which they've done in every single game so far this season is uh, 19 to 20 and I think that's a really good way to to, to sort of take away the, the pain of a draw um, but add in just just a three corners I mean Lillestrøm will, will attack Tromsø they've hit they've hit at least three corners in every game and um, they hit 10 last time out against Wallerenga uh, so yeah 19 to 20 three plus corners and the double chance on Lillestrøm looks a really good price as well yeah, that's quite a good way to attack this one. I was looking at the Toronto bet market where Lillestrøm are 5-4 um, just really on the basis, as you say, that uh, Toronto drawn with Bodo Glint, drawn with V King, so maybe just takes that draw 
yeah, out of the equation a wee bit. Greg, is this one you'd be getting involved in at that kind of price? No, I think it's a good approach. I think we're finding some pretty decent angles um, this season so far with stuff like double chance and chucking in a few corners. Um, and I think the one that Dave has called out has a great chance of landing. Yeah. Uh, David, you said to me pre-podcast, you had a bet builder. Is that the bet builder you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, that one with the corners. So just remind us of that one again. So it's real strong double chance. Real strong double chance and to hit at least three corners, three or more. Okay, uh, Greg, we're going to have a look at Christensen, bottom of the table, but um, still flying in the, the corner count. And as you say, it reminds us of our old friends, Belshina, uh, from the, the Belarusian <laughs> League. Yeah, it really does. Obviously, they've only played seven games, Christensen. So, although they are isolated by maybe six points at the moment, they've got two games in hand uh, against the teams above them. But yeah, they're going to have to start picking up points soon. This looks like an opportunity for them to do that. Although Stanfjord will be chuffed with their 1-0 win at odd um, on Wednesday. Or was that last night? I'm losing track of days now. Wednesday. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they had some great numbers, Christian Stewart, you have to say. They, they got eight away at Molda um, last time out. 12 at home to Strom's God set. Nine away in the, the game before that and eight at home to Hamcam. So they're hitting some fantastic numbers, actually. And they're, I think... There's not many clubs in the league that have hit more corners than they have. So they travelled to a, a Sanifjord side who are just hemorrhaging corners this season. Um, I was on them at odd to lose the corner count. And I think we had odd to um, hit three corners in each half there, six to four or eight to five, which landed. That was obviously aided by the fact that Sanifjord went one ahead. And that's the thing with corner bets. You're always looking for the team who you're backing to get corners to go behind. Uh, and that was certainly the case on, on Wednesday night. But I just think this one here, given how many corners Stanleyfield lose, albeit a lot of them have been away from home, I think they've lost from memory 11, 13, 11, 13 and 8 in their five away games, Stanleyfield. So it's worth just well keeping a note of that for the next away game. Uh, but this week they're at home. They've lost five of their last six matches in terms of the corner count. So the opposition have hit more corners than they have in five of the last six games. Christensen need to get a win. And obviously one point from 21 is a pretty disappointing start to the season for them. But I, I think there's value in backing them in there's, there's probably two corner angles for me here. There is Christensen plus one corner at a five to six. And there's also the Christensen corners match bait. So Christensen most corners at five to four. I think both of them have I've got a great chance of landing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's second in the corner count table, four against bottom of our bottom or top, whatever you want to look at it, uh, of the corner count against. So, yeah, it, it just looks like a really, really good price that, uh, regardless of the, the league positions and how many points Christensen have picked up. David, is this an opportunity for Christensen to um, pick up some points that are much needed at the moment? Yeah, I mean, it- it is. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what sort of squad they turn up with. Whether they've got everyone back. I don't. It wasn't reported that it was COVID, but um, yeah, there seem to be a lot of players out with some sort of illness. Um, it's a, it's an important it's an important game for them. Sadly, if you're very inconsistent, so Christensen can go there and get a result. Absolutely no doubt about it. But um, yeah, Greg doesn't care about that. As he always <laughs> <said>. <laughs> uh, another game you'd mentioned pre-podcast, David, was uh, Sarpsborg even money away to year. Yeah, Sarpsborg have uh, they've not 
quite kicked on like I thought they might. Um, they've had some bad results recently. They've lost three, uh, three in a row um, against Leicester and Orlesen and Molder. But I just think they still look like a good team. They looked decent against Molder last night. They were unlucky. Karlström and goals from Molder was very good and kept kept Molder in the game and eventually won them it. Um, I think Sarpsborg attacking wise are a very good very good team. They've got a very good front four. And yeah, although they've been keeping it tight at home, they lost their last home game against Odd. Um, this is a much harder game for them at Sarpsborg. They've got a little bit of a small squad, yeah. So the rotation options are not as plentiful as Sarpsborg have. Um, even money for Sarpsborg to win at Yerv, who uh, for, still for me will get relegated. Uh, just looks looks a little bit, looks quite appealing. Okay, and the last game on Sunday is that Wallerenga v Rosenborg game, which is live on Norwegian TV. Obviously, uh, Wallerenga 10th in the table, Rosenborg 7th in the table. Again, two teams who would have expected to be much higher than they are currently in the uh, after nine games. Yeah, I think uh, I think Fagamo, the Wallerenga manager, is under pressure. I think he, if they lose this on Sunday, I, I think he might get sacked. Um, the fans are not happy. They're not playing good football. They've got a lot of talent in the team, attacking-wise, but they're playing defensive football. It's quite, quite similar to Rosenborg. It's two managers who are a little bit older, uh, sort of old-school style managers, um, playing sort of defensive, very pragmatic football. Um, it's not working, and whoever comes out of this worse, the manager's, manager's under huge pressure. One point in the last four, David, isn't it, for yeah, really. following a not, not good enough. Um, I, it's quite interesting, this match, in terms of is a derby game. Rosenborg have been pretty good to us the last couple of weeks in the corner count and any related corner markets. They haven't been hitting that many on the road, Rosenborg. However, looking at Volarenga, they're shipping quite a few corners at home. They've lost seven at home to Yerv, seven at home to Hamcam. Um, Haugesen got four. They've conceded at least three corners in each of their nine matches. Um, they lost eight at Boda Glimpse, uh, seven at Sandyfjord. Um, 10 at Lowestrom uh, midweek uh, last night, sorry. So they are shipping plenty of corners. So I think there's an opportunity here, possibly on Rosenborg. I'm not sure what that's going to be yet, but it's something I'll share in the channel. But I think possibly Rosenborg to hit five corners at four to five could be a shout. Yeah, and I think the way they played the second half last night is, I think, pretty similar setup they'll go with on uh, Sunday, so they should be a little bit more attacking uh, than they were last night at the, in the start of the game. Yeah. Four of the last five meetings have ended up draws, David. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me if there was a draw again. <laughs> yeah, as I say, two teams under a little bit of pressure and not playing particularly well, so yeah, uh, I wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Anything else you want to cover off in the later season before we move on to Oberstligen? Uh, no, I think we've gone through it. I'm quite interested to see how Gusson do at home to Olesund. Uh, Haugesund have picked up quite a bit now um, in recent weeks, given their really poor start. So it's not a match to be betting on, but I'll be keen to see how they get on. And I think if, as every week passes, it'll give us a better idea each week on possible yeah. angles and teams to back. But I must yeah, say, I mean, this weekend is quite through. a card. Yeah. So we've still got plenty to do. And, that, and as I've seen a Paul post, uh, sorry, pre-pod, there's no teams that are odds on this weekend in the latest series, so yeah, it's a tough card. Mm-hmm. That sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's not much easier in Oberstliggen this weekend either. Uh, we've got match of the day there is Bran 
Mion Dallin. Uh, Mion Dallin lost last night. Um, still top of the table, albeit they've got they've played a, a game more than Bran. David, now Greg and I don't know if this is accurate or not. But you reckon you've seen Mion Dallin at eleven to one? When game. I went on, I went on uh, Bethy six five this morning. They were twelve point zero. Um, I don't know if it was a, a an error. Or and I don't. I had my glasses on. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an error on my part. I think, but they're in at six to one uh, now, uh, which I think Greg had seen them at previously. But even at that price, uh, they're top of the league. Uh, I know Bran are are good and going well, but six to one on Mion Dallin is just a bizarre. It's quite funny thing. for me. I I don't see Mion Dallin winning this match. I'm no, honest. No, um, but I think we can both agree that the six to one. Is a bit of a mad price, really. You, you probably expect them to be maybe five to two or three to one. So I yeah. think it's the price in this match that jumps out. But that said, Bran are in great shape. They've got a game. They've played a game less than me on Dallin. If they win this, they go top of the league. They've scored twenty-three goals this season as well. Um, possible goals angle here. Cause I do not see me on Dallin keeping a clean sheet and fully expecting Bran to score at least twice, probably here. Yeah. Yeah, David, you've got a similar view, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, because of the price, you're getting you're getting even money on both teams to score here. Um, and Brand who Brand will attack for fun. Uh, there's no doubt about that. They will try and dominate Mundalen by attacking them. Um, so I don't like. I'm pretty sure Brand will score. They've scored. Uh, they've scored in every game so far this season. But so have uh, so have Mundalen. So both these teams have scored in every single game. And even money on both teams to score just in a game which I think although it's a top it's a top first we second uh, I don't think it will be a cagey match so I think even money on both teams to score looks yeah I'm very happy to take that yeah and I think when you see you know Dallin at six to one and thinking that's a big price I guess the opposite is true that uh, five to two on Greg is just a wee bit too short for Brand considering you know Dallin at top of the table <laughs> it's quite funny this one because I, I fully expect Brand to win this match. But the way the season's panned out so far, um, you'd have to say that because they've got it right in the fact that they've got Bran as favourites. But yeah, I think there's something not quite right. Bran should probably be four to five, maybe beyond that one, maybe five to two. But that said, I think that's a great angle from David on the both teams to score. Over 2.5 goals, I think, should land in this match. It's 17 to 10. For some reason, if you go into the Asian line, it's Sorry, probably... Seven, seven to 10. Sorry, seven to ten. Sorry, very excited. Very excited. Seven to ten. Sorry, but if you go into the Asian line, it's actually one point seven two five. So bet five do this quite a lot, where they have same bet, but a better price. If you look at it on the Asian line, on over two point five. So on that note, you're getting five to four on over three Asian goals. Um, so money back of those three goals so I think it'll be goals in this match and I think that may give us a free hit uh, over 3.5 at 5-4 to four. if there's um, obviously three goals in the game you get your money back of those three goals It's a very good shout Either way it'll be fascinating to see how that one goes and much like that Bodo v Bodo Glint game it'll have a big bearing on who wins the Overs League and no doubt David yeah, and I, I, I mean, I think at the start of the season, I fancied Brand to run away with it um, a little bit. Mundell and I started really well, but um, if Brand win on uh, Sunday um, or Monday, sorry, um, 
I can see them. I can see them kicking on after the after the break and uh, taking yeah, really taking that title quite comfortably. Yeah. And Greg, part of that six to one price might be the fact that Mio and Dallin lost uh, at home to Ranheim last night. Uh, and you thought they were maybe a wee bit too big at eighty five against Frederickstad this weekend? Yeah, they've improved dramatically, Ranheim, the um, season so far. They've picked, I think they're undefeated in four now. And you have to say, that was a fantastic result for them last night, away to me on Dallin. A team who have won eight of their nine league games so far, and they're one no down. So to come back and score two late goals was a fantastic result for them. They'll take great confidence from that. And they're at home to Frederickstad side, who have now lost their last two. Uh, I think they were up 1-0 last night and ended up losing the game. Right. Uh, 2-1. So, not a great couple of weeks for them. Uh, I just think the 8-5 on Ranheim looks a decent shout. Again, you can probably be a bit inventive and look at the bet builder and you could probably back double chance mm-hmm. and over one point over 1.5 match goals at 3-4. But I'll probably have something on Ranheim just to win the match at 8-5. Yeah. Uh, and on that, Mion Dallin and Brian game, David, one team who could capitalise or will, regardless of that result, uh, or potentially start who are 19 to 20 away to Brina. Yeah, and uh, start, although, um, yeah, that, that's something I actually should point out, that um, start were part of my treble that won last week, but it only won in Bet365 because uh, they went 2-0 up and they got and it got paid out. So that's something to keep track of. There was a couple of people who messaged saying that they didn't win um, because they weren't on Bet365 because started got pegged back to two each. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a 97th minute equaliser by Vanheim. Um, so, start, yeah. Um, two disappointing results in the week. Drew at Ranheim eventually after battering them for most of the game. Uh, drew home to Raufos, a game they should, they should be winning comfortably. Um, but they go to Brina, who Although they drew 0-0 with Stabak um, on last night, they're just not just not a great team. And Star have got so much quality in attack, especially that I fancy them to go to Brina and win. And they're getting 19 to 20 um, on Start to win. And yeah, more than happy to take that on. Jonathan Brout Brunez, um, Erling Holland's cousin, has 11. 11 goals so far this season in uh, eight games. So, yeah, he's absolutely banging them in and expect him to do so again against Brina. And I've got a feeling, I might be wrong, but I've got a feeling his cousin plays for Brina, so, who is also Erling Holland's cousin. Um, so, a bit of a <laughs> battle between the Holland cousins to see who's, who's the best. I thought you were going to drop an exclusive there in the Gambler podcast as to where one of the cousins is going to end up. <laughs> nope, no idea. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Just on that point, sorry, uh, just on David's point about using the bet thesis five early payout, um, definitely something to consider. I think we said at the start of the season, the the top teams like Star, like Neon Dallin, um, like Brand, they do concede goals. Uh, I, I think sometimes backing possibly the lower price on them to score two or more is also an angle to consider but I think on Monday I think I spoke about Brina on the podcast last week at 5-2 to two. obviously it ran Mion um, down were 2-1 to one, or just above 2-1 to one and start so I think for my £5 treble that paid £100 I think two of those sides were up 2-0 and both through 
So definitely something to consider uh, for the rest of the season. And it's great we've actually got those markets available in, in Division 1 in Norway. Yeah, because that's a new thing this season, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Really good. It was available for me as a Norwegian for some reason last year. Yeah, but de- yeah, definitely it's become available in the UK as well. I can also just say, I hope Stabak get relegated. <laughs> that's three weeks <laughs> in a row now. I've backed them in some sort of capacity and they've not delivered. Uh, last week, this weekend, Greg. One to two. Yeah, one to no chance. No chance. I'm not backing them again this season until further notice. <laughs> They're off the list. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask about that one to two price. Good, good price. I'd definitely I think they'll win, but I'm not backing them. Start <laughs> back to win and score a couple of goals doing it. It could definitely be worth a, worth a go this weekend. Yeah, I think we'll leave that one alone, David. Thanks. Um, anything else in Obus League? Uh, Grorud to draw two all again. <laughs> or, three, or three two. Somebody to win three two. <laughs> yeah, it's such a tough card, but do you know what though? It's the same in any league. You're going to have weeks where there's five or six really strong candidates jumping out and opportunities. But this weekend, I think um, it's a tough one. And we'll probably have stakes on the channel to reflect that. Okay, uh, before we wrap up, David, you wanted to cover a few bits and pieces in the lower leagues in Norway as well. Yeah, um, we've talked about trying to do this a bit more, and I just had a—I was having a look around this morning. Uh, there's a couple of games that stood out. Um, unfortunately, the, there's not a lot you can bet on just now on Bet365. Um, I'm not sure if the more markets come on, but at the moment, all, all there is is over two and a half goals and the result. I think I've got a feeling they do add a little bit more, maybe maybe tomorrow morning or tonight or something. Um, a couple of games stood out this weekend. So in, th- in Division Three Group One, Nordstrand are playing at uh, Grey, um, Grey are bottom of the league, uh, struggling a lot. Nordstrand are short favourites, but uh, Nordstrand have have won their last four games. They've won five in a row. Uh, since they lost the first two games of the season. But they've won the last four games, 4-0, 4-0, 5-1 and 2-0. Um, Grey have, yeah, conceded, I think it's 17 goals in, in uh, seven games. And, yeah, they're really, really struggling. North Strand are short at 1.28, but it's just, uh, I don't I don't know what sort of angles we might get at sort of over three and a half goals. But, yeah, I think it could be a big, big win. Uh, for them, uh, the other one which is even more interesting was uh, gr- Group Six, Division Three, Group Six. Um, Funafoss, Vormsund are playing against Senja. Um, Senja bottom. They've conceded twenty six goals in seven games. Uh, Funafoss have won four, lost three, but they've won all their home games. Um, and the games they've lost have been against teams at the top. And they're one point four to win against Senya um, this weekend who are, yeah, as I say, are obviously really, really poor and I think you might get a sort of even money on half-time full-time if that market comes up and yeah, it's something that's definitely definitely worth a look at this weekend. I'll probably go into a bit more detail sort of uh, on Mr. Fix it in the next couple of weeks because the latest here in the robust weekend takes a break but yeah, that's, that's two fixtures I picked out for this weekend, just to keep your eye on for the um, more markets appearing. I noticed yeah. that Rufos 2 are playing, David, tomorrow. Yeah. I'll wait to... Pardon my pronunciation here. Is it... I don't know if it's Ford or Ford... Um, Ford, it will be for the end. Yeah. Um, got right the first time, well done. 
Um, the four to five order to win this match. Obviously, I've, I need to go have a look at it, but it's just on the fact that the second string time sides, obviously, Roy Force playing Monday. So yeah. I wouldn't have expected many of the Rauf no. squad to be involved in this match. No, not at so all. Obviously, yeah. I'm going to have a look to see how Ford are, but the 4-5 yeah. are home to win this match for us. So. And actually, um, I'd written on Mr Fixit about Wallerringer 2 playing against Troms, darling, um, because I thought that Wallerringer 2 might put out a weak team. Uh, I think that was on last night. Um, and I thought the Troms, darling, were a really good price. But when I saw the team, I didn't. I should have maybe posted something on Twitter. But when I saw the Volringa team, uh, it looked really good, and I, I put I put some money on them myself because they were about two to one, and they won three one. Um, I think uh, I think betting on the second teams is tough until you see the lineup. But yeah, it's something I should probably do a bit more often because quite often you get a strong team like Volringa two had last night, and they should win games against uh, sort of yeah. Players that are two, three divisions below them. Yeah. Uh, David, just on those ones you mentioned previously, North Strand and the Funifos Bornsund. Um, although there's, only, there's literally only two markets available there's the win market and there's the goals market over two and a half goals. But a wee double on both of those pays just under 45. So that might be a way of getting involved if there are no markets that, that come on between yeah, them and kick off. I think there will be more markets, but I hope so anyway. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, there should be. I think they've, they've usually got some decent mark, not, not obviously a wide range of markets, but definitely more than two come kick off. So those games kick off at 12 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Saturday. So maybe worth checking just early early Saturday morning for some of and those. I guess before we finish, places. we've got the um, Champions League final on, on Saturday night. Um, not something I've looked at yet, uh, but just keen to get how, how do you think this game will pan out? Yeah, I thought Liverpool at evens would look quite good, to be honest. I think they I think they're a far better team. Well, I'm sitting on a <laughs> I'm sitting on a fourfold accumulator that includes Beyond Allen of all teams. Uh, and I had Roma and I had Dundalk from last Friday, which pays two hundred and fifty quid. So I've got two hundred and fifty reasons why I want Real Madrid to win tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I prefer Real Madrid to win, but uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. Do you know what? I'm delighted that it's Liverpool v Real Madrid because uh, it's far more exciting than a, a Liverpool Man City game again. So I think, if yes. nothing else, it should be a good spectacle to look forward to. Uh, just hope it lives up to expectations. Oh, and can I also just say that um, St Johnston will remain in the league next year? At <laughs> <laughs> home to Inverness on Monday night. Yeah, I don't, um, think, I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast regularly won't already know that, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, but yeah, well done, St Johnston, cracking result 4-0 over Inverness. Uh, I don't think anybody's seen that one coming, Greg. Not at half-time. It was a very, very poor first half. Yeah. And you're kind of starting to really panic. But yeah, we scored for like a minute in the second half. Then it was good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's us for this week's podcast. Can you just... Usually we recap. Let's recap our bets. Sorry, forgot about that. Uh, David, can you just give us a wee recap on your bets for the weekend first? Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, Lee Listerum, uh, I wait to to like the price at 3.2 for the single, but if you prefer to go a bit more safe, the double chance plus to hit three or more corners pays 19 to 20. Um, also, yeah, uh, I don't don't hate the price of Bode Gleam to Moldy, but I'd add that to an accumulator. I'll probably, some I'll probably write about that and Mister Fix it potentially over the weekend. Um, I like both teams to score Brandy Muendal, and that's even money um, on Monday. And also, you can start 
at Breen. I think that's on Sunday, and that's uh, 19 to 20. Okay, and Greg? I'll have two bets on the Sunday Fjord Christiansen match on, on Sunday. Um, I'm taking Christiansen plus one corner at a five to six, and also Christiansen to win the match corner bet at a five to four. I'm also quite keen on corners for Rosenborg at Valarenga on Sunday evening at seven o'clock, and I'll have something shared on the channel then. And I'll be looking at goals in the Bran versus Beyond Allen match on Monday. And of course, if you're not already a member of Greg's private channel, then you should follow him on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where you can find out all the details on how to get involved there. You can also follow David on Twitter at DaveWellerson11, and you can also check out his blog at DavidWellersonFootball.com, or he's now a regular feature writer on the Mr Fixit's Tips site at MrFixit'sTips.co.uk, where you can get some more tips from David on Norwegian football. That's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and best of luck with your bets this weekend. All the best. Cheers, guys. Good luck.